Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM, Auburn's only home for student-written radio since 1971. I am Jack Hart alongside my color man, Davis Carroll, and we are joined by the incomparable Alex Houston on this Tuesday morning. We'd like to welcome in our listeners and viewers from across the Auburn and Opelika Megaplex and around the world, however you may be tuning in today, whether that be on your terrestrial radio antenna through the information superhighway at weglfm.com, or if you're tuning in after the fact on transistor.fm or Eagle Eye TV, we are happy to have you here in the booth with us for Auburn's only student-run drive-time morning show. And now, as always, we are broadcasting from the Bradley Basin WEGL Studios here in the Harold Melton Student Center on the campus of Auburn University, where spring has sprung and it's a lovely 59 degrees on this Tuesday morning. Welcome to Compact Discourse. We wish you a most sincere good morning as we get on with the show. Davis, how are you? Are you happy to be back? Feeling good. I'm not going to lie. I, did, I, I, I didn't mind the extra sleep the past week, but I'm glad to be back. Up to my early rising again. the the sun The sunset vibe is is whole is a whole different thing, and the sunrise as well. Uh, it's just in a different place in the sky after this 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 clock thing we do, which apparently is now. on the way out. It, le- is, it is permanent now. Oh, they the, I they've already that, voted on it. I thought the house had to pass it now. I think they already did. Oh, I must have missed. I'm pretty that. sure the house passed it unanimously. Which apparently they did this in the 70s and everybody hated it. So we'll see farmers how Farmers were still, people still cared about farmers in the 70s. No, it's not even about that. It's about, uh... It was, it was making it, I was making Okay, a sorry. Never mind. I mean, there's an actual reason, but maybe we don't even share that. I don't know. Do, do we want to discuss this for... Is it, they shot somebody or something? Uh, no, I don't like, know why uh, you wouldn't be able to share well, it. Well, because chil- children were going to school, but they were like going to school in the dark in like Minnesota and like multiple kids got hit by cars. Oh my goodness. Like it's not, like this is like an actual thing. So, and that's a story that was published in like in the 80s looking back on it because they changed it from 71 to like 73, maybe. Well, I hope we and have more streetlights. I think, I think now. headlight technology has evolved quite a bit in those True. years. However, I mean, you know, we'll see. I guess I 50 years. Wow. Yeah. At this point, I would like to remind our audience that if at any point in the next hour or so you feel so inclined to ask a question, drop a hot take, or in the highly unlikely event that we get something wrong, if you want to correct us, you can go ahead and call in at 334-844-9345. That is 334-844-WEGL. You can also send us a tweet at CDISCAU. That's at C-D-I-S-C-A-U on Twitter. Or you can hit my personal at J-X-S-N-K-T-R-X on Twitter as well. And we will do our best to get back to you regarding your inquiry. And with that, we will jump right into the show. Um, Alex did not ask you how you are feeling. And how are uh, you excited you are to be back after a a, uh, a period of dereliction of duty from me uh, following the spring break period? I, I think I had my reasons, but exactly. How it's are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm excited to be back. Uh, I've been struggling to get up early in the morning in general, but today I did pretty good, so I was pretty proud of proud myself. Proud of you, Alex. Thank you, Davis. Thank usually, you. Usually we're texting to see if you're alive. That's, That's true. true. Sometimes, sometimes I'm you know I'm I'm out of it over there. It's, I've had a lot of. Three and four AMs in the past two weeks. Yeah, it's been it's been a couple long days for me as well. So glad to glad to be back to be talking about some things. Hopefully, very little about Auburn basketball because that's just sad. That's but the we'll idea. Yes, Auburn basketball season came to an unceremonious end on Sunday night, and uh, the the more you think about it, the worse it gets. So we'll we'll do our best to uh, minimize that. I wish we had gotten started a little earlier today, but uh, Weagle's own Britt Bowen. <laughs> 
might might have delayed the show just just a hair, just a hair. Uh, we are going to have to head to a quick break to start off the show, but when we return, the show is back in full force. So do not go anywhere. We will be back to talk all things compact discourse when we return, including daylight savings time, tornadoes, and all the other exciting spring topics that come once the flowers start blooming here on campus. And it gets a little warmer. It was a really nice day yesterday. I think I saw 80 degrees on the thermostat for the first time in a long time here on the plane. So we'll talk about that and more on the other side of the break. Do not go anywhere. You're listening to Compact Discourse on Weagle 91.1 FM. Welcome back to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM, WeGoLeftIn.com, or however you are joining us today. We thank you for doing so. We are broadcasting live here in the WEGL studios here on the campus of Auburn University, broadcasting across our six-county area in every direction and around the world on the Information Superhighway. So if you're joining us for this morning, we thank you for doing so. We'll jump right back into things. Um, I think I think Alex and I discussed uh, we were going to bring up tornadoes. Yes. As, as, as I think there have been maybe in the past two weeks like three different tornado events, and I think another one well on its way. And there was a big one on I-35 yesterday. Yes. So uh, taking a look at the weather real quick, right now it is 57 degrees and sunny, but not for long here in Auburn. As clouds will roll in this evening, it will uh, warm up to 77 this afternoon, and we'll have a 100% chance of thunderstorms overnight as that same system that was uh, moving over Texas yesterday makes its way to the Gulf South here and lower Alabama. Uh, that'll be rolling in later tonight. Again, wind uh, advisory is under effect for our area here in Lee County. It was pretty windy. My walkover to it was ten mile per hour winds heading northwest. That is from the weather moment. Something else. Um, high of seventy nine today, low of sixty four. That's what we're dealing with right now. And uh, yeah, dangerous storm outbreak to move across the south today as uh, these twisters already hit schools in Texas and left a big trail of damage. I know there were a lot of storm chasers out uh, in the East Texas area yesterday that captured some pretty. Uh, Pretty crazy footage of these uh, of these things. True, and no greater uh, storm chaser than this red truck that I'm seeing on Twitter that drives through a tornado, gets flipped over on its side, gets flipped back up on its wheels, and the guy just drives away. Boom. Very, very, very... To, hey, to be that calm in the moment. You can't stick around. Evidently I got, not. I got to sit in the storm chaser vehicle one time Ooh. when it came to the exploring. Oh, wait, yeah, I did too. Good Boom. time. That go. was a good time. Yeah, that was cool. Maybe we, maybe we saw each other, we just didn't know. Oh my gosh, there's no way. That'd be crazy. Amen. Um, it's all yeah. It's being being from the Mobile area. There's always a crazy storm like every other week. They'll be like, ah, oh, it's you know, mild rainstorm. It's going to be a torrential downpour for like six hours. So I mean, this I like is just, it. Oh yeah, it's it's keeps things you know exciting. I guess. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm catching a couple of videos of this stuff right now. Yeah, the storm chase really were. So, on the on the search on the hunt, I mean, is there more tornadoes than usual, or is it just you know just tornado season? I think it's just yeah, it's springtime. The vortex is in the air. A concept. Things seem more common because since we since we have social media, we can see it all. 
Because like tornadoes I, happen, I mean, but I like, feel like we've we've had that for ten years now. True. I mean, I'm just saying it, it feels more and more common because there's more people with an with an ability to disperse what they've seen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean that's pretty well known. Okay, I'm just 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 saying. But yeah, it, I'm pretty sure this is about the season because you know, it's like the mix of the hot and cold air and like the pressure systems that develop because of that. So like Boom. this is kind of the the ideal area. It's why like in the further south you get, it'll hit in like the winter because. Like, you know, Mobile doesn't have a true winter, so when it happens, it happened, like, around Christmas time. Was uh, that big tornado series, like, 10 years ago or whenever it was. So I mean, yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't in Auburn last Friday morning, but I heard there was a pretty bad storm to the point where the skies were darker than normal. It was crazy. So I was, in, I was actually in my 9 a.m. class in Mel, and, like, we could just watch it get darker than it was as we just walked in. It was insane. And it it got pretty windy fast. We were on the third floor of Mel, and there were leaves being like thrown up against the glass, which is pretty high up. That's so. pretty crazy. Yeah, it, it was. It actually didn't end up being as bad as it looked. Is the best I at least by the time we were walking to our next class. But like during class, it was it was pretty heavy. It's supposed to rain tomorrow. Speaking ah, of rain, ah, dang it! Glad you made it out of there. Indeed, my raincoat's so terrible though. I I got to figure out a different way. So, if it's gonna rain tomorrow, I mean. Storm chasing is quite the um, quite the hobby, I would say. Yes, it seems to be. Would you chase a storm, Jack? I think I've heard from storm chasers that there's nothing like seeing a tornado in person. Um, so I'd like. I feel like having like a nice, a nice cup of ice cream is probably pretty <laughs> equal to me. To seeing a tornado, to being swept up in a tornado, yes. As someone who's been clo- very close to tornadoes, like when that one on Christmas, we heard it like a few streets down, just like moving, and it was crazy how loud it was. For one, I mean, I'm not exactly itching to go see one. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. Would but you I like mean, to see one in person, Jack? I would like to see one. I feel like it's it's something that this the scope of simply just can't be captured in pictures, like the Hoover Dam or the Grand Canyon. Oh, that's a good point. Hmm. Hmm. I feel like that's fair, but like the people that do it like full time have to be like adrenaline junkies. Because oh, like I mean, how, how do you how do you continue to like you know put yourself and your entire you know body at risk just to go see a storm? But I mean, you know, it's there was this capture that sweet sweet footage to sell to the local news. There was a movie about this actually a Twister. found footage disaster. No, oh. Into the Storm. It was a found footage disaster movie. Twister was actually about. Um, a bunch of meteorologists love. trying to study tornadoes. It was, it was a lot more fascinating than Into the Storm. Into the Storm. Did they fall just, in love in that one? Uh, not really. Okay. They, they fall back in love. So they do fall in love. in well, that yeah, one. yeah. But I mean, there, there's love already, involved. Well, yeah, and it's a great movie. And Philip Seymour Hoffman's there, and it's hilarious. Uh, but Into the Storm is a movie that came out in 2014, and it was terrible. Would you chase a hurricane, Jack? You don't really chase one. You kind of just sit through it. Would you mm. go to a place where hurricanes happen and to see a yeah, hurricane? Yeah, I, I could be one of those those uh, news guys that wears the windbreakers and pretends to be blown over by the wind. You that time those? where the one got hit by the stop sign? That was funny. <laughs> you seen these guys? They uh, Yeah. They, they pretend the wind's blowing really hard and people are just walking behind yeah. them. Yeah. I remember that. When, what, there was one like a year or two ago that went pretty viral. Mm-hmm. What do you mean one what? And the one where the, the guy- one the, talking about. The one where the guy was canoeing through the puddle and then people <laughs> just started walking by him in their rain boots. Oh yeah, that was that was that was funny. I will say for news for, for the uh, for the hurricane chasing, you don't chase it on the ground. The real like hurricane chase is the guy that go in planes in the middle of it to like study the uh, or like get like the data eye. on the wind at the very center of it. So you'd have to be that guy. Hurricanes are like crazy. If, I feel like if I saw a hurricane from space, I'd be pretty awestruck. Yeah, 
I'd go to space way before I chased a tornado. Like the pictures of Katrina from space are really incredible. Like that that's that's like some, you know, just Honestly, studying that in general is very fascinating because that one was crazy. It literally went it went around for a second second pass by New Orleans. Dude, you just got to drop it a came back on. around, man. I don't know what's going on there. It's insane. Anyway, have you ever been in a hurricane, Jack? Um, we were in a handful. Fairly inland, but yes, I've seen the go. effects of one. There you go. I think it knocked over a tree in our yard. Mm. Mm. But it was more of a thunderstorm than a hurricane. By I'll that tell point. you what. After those hurricanes or tropical storms come through, it'd be the worst picking up sticks day you ever of your life. You'd be out there for seven hours picking up sticks. <laughs> that was the most Grand Bay answer I think I'm you've telling ever could you, have it was the worst. Picking up sticks because there's so many sticks in the yard. We got to pick them up so we look so it looks okay. <laughs> I'm not. I'm like y'all. Y'all making fun of me. I know you're like, not. It's just it's just very funny. I know you're serious. It sucked. So, I mean, yeah, for ours, it was kind of like, yeah. We had a tree that almost got dropped under our house, but like it was held in by like the last few roots in the ground. It was pretty crazy. So we had to like call emergency services, like chop it up before, you know, it caved in. You have something over there, Jack? So Twister, this this movie. Yes. Came out in 1996. Yes. In May. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, but another movie called Night of the Twisters, oh. which... Uh, it came out in February of 1996. So now this is a American-Canadian made-for-television disaster film, which I remember because we read this book, Night of the Twisters, by Ivy Ruckman, which came out in 1984, based on the 1980 Grand Island uh, tornado outbreak. So we read this book and in uh, in junior high. It's 153 pages. It's a real uh, it's it's a it's a real novel uh, for young adults. Like if you if you were reading this thing. When you were a kid, so many AR points. It, it's yeah, it was, it was big doings. So, uh, but so that we watched this movie in class after we had finished the book. This was for uh, science class, quote unquote, uh, tornadoes. Uh, I remember it not being very good and not like the book at all. But you know how junior high is; most of it's just killing time. That's true. Um, so, <laughs> the tagline is "No one saw it coming." <laughs> So Night of the Twisters, um, I think that could be a good double feature if you're thinking about watching Twister to celebrate the uh, the spring season and the tornadoes we have going on. I think you could you could pair this up with Night of the Twisters pretty easily for a 1996 tornado movie double feature. I don't even know how to find it. According to its Wikipedia page, all VHS and DVD versions are out of print. I'll bet it's on YouTube. Also, apparently it was heavily criticized for its visual effects. Twister's visual effects are actually really amazing. I mean, that movie is awesome. They I have, love they it. Have a ri- or they have an experience that, uh, yep, it is on is on YouTube. Nice. How long is it? An hour 30. Oh. Okay, this would be fun. 2.3 million watch. views. That's an easy watch. Uh, so Pretty brisk. Through the Lens, double tornado feature episode. And Write it down, Davis. Is what, I'm, is what I'm hearing. I mean, that sounds fun. Jack, you want to join? Hey, I have no choice but to. Uh, no one saw it coming, as, as they say in Night of the Twisters. <laughs> Evidently, they did not. Good All right, we're going to hit a quick break, and when we return, the show will continue. We might even have a secret 8.30 in the morning song to share with you. So don't go anywhere. Our surprises throughout. We'll be right back. This is Compact Discourse coming at you live from the WEGL studios here in Auburn, Alabama. Be prepared. There is weather on its way this evening, and uh, you don't want to be caught like the people in Night of the Twisters that didn't see it coming. So... I'm warning you right now, just uh, cover yourselves up for tonight. We'll talk at you a little more after the break.
Welcome back to Combat Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM. It is 8.38 in the morning, coming at you live from Auburn, Alabama, high atop the Haley Center. That's where we're broadcasting from. Deep in the basement of the Student Center is where we're recording right now. Funny how that works. It is March 22nd, 2022. Another another day of twos, if you will. One one month or move from Tuesday. All right, we're going to jump right back into things. I'm Jack Hardjorn alongside Alex and Davis. It was... Is that funny? Alex Sorry. is showing stuff over here to me. My bad, my bad. We were, we were still, It was about something we talked about on the Alex podcast was. yesterday. <laughs> and it was funny. It was funny. Batman, it was funny. Batman's funny. Well, not, not intentionally in that he, case. Nice coat. <laughs> he is funny. Hey, I like Batman Begins. I'll say it. Your L. thoughts on the nice coat scene? I mean, it's a little cheesy, but again, it's a... The movie was I don't even care that it was the one he gave to the. First old of all, guy. there were a lot cheesier lines in that in that Swear movie. Swear to that one. No, not that one. Yes, like the, that one. Can you drive stick? Like that one is like really. I need me one of those. <laughs> the I'm... tumblers behind me, isn't it? <laughs> what scene is that? Like when when he drives by the tumbler and then Gordon Goat looks at it, he goes like, "I need to give me one of no, those." No, but like the that that's behind me, isn't it? What movie is that from? It's just like a. It's like from like Nickelodeon. It's shows. just like a ref. Okay. It's just like a. Joke. I got you. I got you. I got you. I was wondering if it was it's, from. It's my actual. it's my bad writing trope. That's fair. I mean, I, I think there were a lot. I wrote some of them down. But Guys. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't know. It was it was all right. I, I like I give it. it. We both give it a thumbs up. I mean, down. is it is it any is it any less cheesy than the Tobey Maguire Spider Man movies? Because those came out at the exact same time. Those are they're they're trying to do different things. Is is my is my whatever I take issue. I think this one tried to blend a lot of styles together. Is the problem because it was a different time for superhero movies. They were well, still trying to shed. Well, his costume looks a lot worse. Okay. Spider Man when he does do his quips, which is very few and far between, it sounds corny. And he goes like, "You're the one who's out, Gobby." Like, if he did that 70 times like Batman did, I'd probably be like... What 70 times do you do it, Davis? I kept watching. He kept doing... More things happened, like the guy with the cup of coffee, and he's like, Ooh, the tumbler. Come on. It's... it's 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 it, they, they can't... They, they couldn't decide if they want to be serious or goofy. While Spider-Man toes the line perfectly. They know they know what they're doing in Spider-Man. Uh, Sam Ra- right. If Sam Raimi was directing Batman... I might have a different tone. Spider Man never gets that serious. I don't. I don't think. I feel like he gets pretty serious. He gets very serious. Have you not seen these movies? I've seen them. I mean, I mean, Goblin tells Aunt May to finish her prayers. That's that's pretty crazy. Well, there's no dramatic irony in Aunt May dying. I feel like. What, it, it, we're it, talking about different movies, aren't we? No, oh. you're not talking about different movies. Talk talk Aunt, about Aunt it. Aunt May doesn't die. He's saying that there's he, in the he, trilogy. she didn't die oh, because there's okay. no dramatic irony. Like, okay, it, I got it's, you. It's more of a necessary plot point than a dramatic story point. Okay, I got you. I get you. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm just saying. all right. For for more analysis on these on these movies, you can you can look forward to to Alex and Davis's podcast about the uh, the Batman films, which they will be releasing in the near future. Yes, on Friday at noon. Friday at noon. Quick though, Jack. What is the name of our podcast? In the tunnel. In like in the Batcave. Yes, that's exactly right. All ten Batman movies ranked from worst to best. A little controversy there between, all between the two of us. Yes, all ten theatrical Batman films. Hmm. Mask of Zorro. No, no, not that one. That actually. inspired Batman. Really? Well, that's what he sees as a kid every single time. Oh yeah, that's in. Uh, they they did that in Gotham actually. That's a good point. Imagine how history would be different if he had seen Space Jam instead. He could have seen he could have seen Space Jam in the new one. 
That's true. No, he couldn't have actually because they died in 2001. Uh, so they could have seen, seen like Shrek. They could have seen iRobot. No, no, no. I, 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 I don't know. Good movie. Shrek is 2002, by the way. So that's he, not... Can can you make a painting? Can you? What are you talking? I don't even remember that. That's the from the the one with Will Smith. Oh, uh, iRobot. Y- yes. Oh yeah, I don't remember that line specifically. He could have seen Scooby Doo in the Cyber Chase. Oh, that, was that in theaters? <laughs> that was straight to DVD. You could have seen uh, Tom and Jerry in the Magic Ring. That's Mem- a classic. We could have seen Memento. Maybe that's why Batman's always, you know. I've already seen Memento. Taking he pictures. was 10. <laughs> Taking pictures. Was Finding Nemo? No, that was 2003. Mm. Oh, you could have seen Monsters, Inc. Mm. Come out of Monsters, Inc. And he... he could have seen Ocean's Eleven. Now that. I would. I think that's what he saw. That's definitely what I've, he saw. I've, I've landed agree. on that one. That or Lord of the Rings, obviously. Okay, yeah. That I want to make... watch Ocean's Eleven again now. Oh, I watched a clip of it in my in my, so um, in my management class the other day, which I've lost like four hours of class time total, uh, or to... my professor has rather, from showing us silly movie clips in that class. What, to, was, like, he, what was he showing you Ocean's? It was, it was like, they're always to like, Prove a point, quote unquote, about like real world applications of management principles. But they're always like robbing a casino. They're always like fifteen minutes long. <laughs> I wouldn't like, mind it. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I don't mind watching. It, it's the scene where they like break down the the heist. You know, like what yeah. everybody's job is going to be. Yeah. So it was. So it was he was scene. teaching about like. Yeah, it's about delegating yeah. jobs. Yes. Yes. Look responsibility. At Look at that. I could be in this class. Yeah, you could be in this class. It's there's a pretty sounds, low barrier to entry. Awesome. You just have to enroll. We're just watching Oceans clips. What's, we, this, what's watched, this class again? It's a uh, principles of management. Ooh, we watched the scene from Office Space. We watched the scene from um, Gung Ho, which is where Michael Keaton's uh, American company gets bought by a Japanese conglomerate, and they make them do jumping jacks. Hmm. Huh. Sounds like it hasn't aged well. Yeah, it's very eighties. Oh, very eighties. That's that's unfortunate. I think looking back on it, Oceans is one of the best trilogies ever, just consistency wise. All three of those are pretty bad. I heard the third one's not good. Third one is good. I would say okay. the second one is the weakest. Yes. Is that so? Bruce Willis is in the second one. It, as Bruce whichever Willis. one has Chadwick Boseman with his horrible accent is the worst one. Chadwick Boseman is in none of them. Try oh, not again. Chadwick Boseman. That's not Chad. Oh, my gosh. Don Cheadle. I don't know how I wow. messed up the name. What do you mean, wow? I, I'm not going to say the quote. From big Seinfeld. big fan of Don Cheadle is that's, Davis. That's unfortunate. I, I also... Don I, Cheadle's word of the day. Oh, God. Well, we got to check that. When we return, we will, uh, we will reveal what Don Cheadle's word of the day is and a whole lot more. We will be right back to Compact Discourse for the final segment. I've got some interesting news stories uh, to talk about in the final segment, including some spring break stories, some baseball and Seinfeld stories, if you can believe that. This is one of my favorite stories to talk about. And uh, the the Russian conflict continues to have some interesting run-on effects, including uh, Russian billionaires not being able to dock their boats anywhere as they fled the country to prevent being seized by the government. So... A lot to get to in this final segment. Do not go anywhere. You're listening to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM. Good morning and welcome back to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 
91.1 FM. I'm your host, Jack Hart, joined alongside Alex and Davis. Coming at you live on a Tuesday morning. It is 8.48 in the morning. We're hanging out with you till 9 a.m. Until then, we've got some fun stuff to talk about, including this coming from NPR, straight out of the 305. Miami Beach is declaring a state of emergency after recent spring break violence. Mm. Mm. Lord. What violence? The city of Miami has declared a state of emergency in addition to implementing an upcoming curfew in order to curb violence across the city for this spring break. The move from officials comes after shootings this past weekend wounded five people. During a news conference Monday with the Miami Beach Police Department and other city officials, Mayor Dan Gelber said that tourists have created a, quote, unacceptable atmosphere across the city and that the city was way past its end point. The mayor emphasized that he, along with city officials, did not ask for spring break to come to Miami, but simply endure it. Hmm. Great attitude. I have the word of the day, by the way. The newly implemented emergency order will follow Miami Beach's city manager uh, to institute a curfew effective Thursday starting at 12 a.m. A midnight curfew will go into effect uh, in Miami Beach. So there you go. Spring break is taking a turn. Since the start of spring break, apparently at least five people have been shot and nine police officers have been injured. The officers have also confiscated more than 100 guns in the last few weeks. Is there there like a gun festival? Did I send you that video of the cop mossing the dude and then grittying off the beach? Awesome. That's what's happening in Miami. That, That was Fort Lauderdale. Go to Fort Lauderdale for spring break, not Miami Beach. Boom. Word of the day that I'm that I'm ascribing prescribing to Don Cheadle's henchman. Henchman. Marion Webster chose henchman today. Plural or single? Single. Single. A single hench. A henchman. One who henches. No. As a trusted follower who may perform unpleasant, wrong, or illegal tasks for a powerful person, such as a politician or criminal. Whoa. Mm. The use of politician first and foremost is interesting. That's in that, true. In that, in that definition, I mean, henchman yeah, no, it would I, yeah. be uh, would be like goon adjacent. Would you say? I feel like those are synonyms to me. Let's yeah. See, let's see what are the synonyms. It's the bat. Yes, exactly. Speaking That's of Batman, a does it? It's hey, not... I don't know about this one, boss. Is that that henchman? Yesterday was furtive. I like henchman better. That mostly because I know it. Furtive, done in a quiet and secret way to avoid being noticed. That's also kind of henchman related. Unf- it's the bat. Unfortunately, Jack Goon is not listed as a synonym, but crony is, as is stooge is and acolyte. Goon is crony. A stooge, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I Acolytes agree. light the candles on Minion, the altar. Lackey, satellite is one. That's that's interesting. I guess that's in the old. Here's old something I learned uh, recently. So, the moon mm-hmm. is a proper noun. Mm-hmm. The, that is the name of the rock. I don't think I've ever capitalized it, but it is not. Oh. Earth's moon. Or it is Earth's moon. But it's like Jupiter does not have moons. It has satellites. We call them moons. It's a colloquialism because our satellite is named the moon. Boom. You follow this line of logic? I do. That's that, fascinating. That, that's why we call other stars the sun. Like, like, oh, yeah, it, yeah, it, like, it, like the solar system has its own sun. Exactly. Which it's, is a, collo- it, a that colloquial is a, term again. That tracks one to one. Boom. Wow. So Interesting, because yes. I've never seen either the sun or the moon capitalized. The moon is her name. The moon, yeah, the moon. Yeah. I know, but it, the people don't capitalize what I'm saying, because I, I think they think it's, it's the colloquial name. term. That is the lunar object's name. I will capitalize her name. Her name is Luna. She is our moon. Um, but Mars has moons, but really has satellites. You know, Mars's moons orbit each other in addition to Mars. Right. 
And then Jupiter has like four, don't they? Jupiter, no, Jupiter has, has like doesn't. 50 or something. Jupiter has a great deal of Oh, and no, I thought there's like, aren't there they're, like four big ones yes, though? Yes, I think there are okay, yes. five, five that Galileo found and they're named after uh, Zeus's lovers. They're, aren't they're, there one yeah, that one, goes one of the opposite way or something? Or no, that's, that's just like the, that's just like uh, Uranus in general. Uranus does go backwards. There you go. Or it it it, it uh, it's on a, it it rot it maybe it rotates on its z axis instead of its y axis. I love space. All right, because it was uh, Europa, Ganymede, Io, and Callisto are like the big four. Cali- <laughs> Jupiter's moon turns into crabs. That'd be crazy. That'd be a amazing plot twist. And then also apparently, Almathea is the four is the fifth and smaller one because like all the pictures you've got the four big ones and the rest are just kind of like you know, specks and stuff. Which which planet would you want to go to? Ignore that it's gas, but like, which planet would you want to go see? I think the rings would be pretty cool to see, like for real. You ever yeah, seen those renderings of all the gas giants have rings, but like the, the, rings. the, like the, rings. the ones. Yes, I agree with Galileo that. Galileo thought they were ears. You see, <laughs> that's <laughs> true. They're listening. Have you seen uh, these uh, these renderings of what Earth would look like if it had rings, like from the surface? Whoa. Oh, yeah, I have. Yes, I, I have. have. That's cool. So, yeah, I think that'd be pretty cool to see. We kind of do have... We don't have really, really have a ring. We just have space junk orbiting us. That's correct. Like Wally. But hopefully not as bad as Wally. Wally is not space junk. It's just junk. Well, but I mean, like in and Wally. Then, and then the plant... And then the no, like I'm talking, I'm talking about like the stuff like outside when they when they leave Earth and it goes through all this like satellites. I haven't and stuff. seen that. What? Anyway, <laughs> I don't remember. Um, come on, they, they, they grow a pizza plant. Come on, I, I feel like you know. Oh, that reminds me of a shirt I saw in the Edge uh, last week. A guy wore a shirt that said Pluto, 2000 to like 2018. Never forget. <laughs> that is tragic. It's uh, it's an interesting shirt, but also you heard about Pluto? That's uh that's messed up. <laughs> that is um, messed up. You've made it all better by saying that. <laughs> I know. I was leading into that. We're I don't even that. know how to how to segue into the the Neil deGrasse Tyson video, so I'm not even going to attempt to. Good. But yeah, if, if the size just of a talk plug. talk to me personally if you want to talk about that. Um, so there's an episode of Seinfeld mm-hmm. with Buck Showalter in it. It's the I just thought over he he loses the keychain in the pothole. Holy <laughs> cow! Uh, it is the one where George suggests that the players wear start wearing cotton uniforms. That's I a good believe. One. So. Uh, but Buck Showalter, who was the manager of the Yankees at the time, I think is he manager? Is he the manager of the Orioles now? Maybe he's retired. You could have told me he was dead. I'd believe you. <laughs> All right, Buck Showalter, uh, famous guy from MLB baseball. MLB. Uh, that was as ATM. The Sahara Desert. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, Panera Bread. Uh, so he was in an episode of Seinfeld, and in order to speak on TV, you have to join the Screen Actors Guild, uh-huh. right? So, Buck Showalter, because Seinfeld is still in syndication and on Netflix and stuff, he still has to pay dues oh. to the Screen Actors Guild, but he still gets stipend from, this, from uh, the, uh, the syndication, but the dues are more of in the syndication uh, royalties, so he loses money every year that uh, Seinfeld is on the air. Hmm. I feel like I've seen this on like an MLB fact page or something. Well, it is a fact. It is a fact. Keith Hernandez and Buck Showalter have been around baseball their entire lives and are now connected with the Mets as a broadcaster and manager, respectively. Oh, well, that answers that. But that's not only the bond between the two men. During the Mets spring training game against the Cardinals on Sunday, uh, Sports Network New York's Steve Gilbs asked Showalter the question on everyone's mind. 
Did Buck or Keith have the better guest spot on Seinfeld? I think that's pretty obvious. Keith? Yes. He has the, has the, the spitting. Jerry, he's a guy. <laughs> Instead of answering the question, Showalter immediately lamented the fact that since he had to become a member of the Screen Actors Guild to do the episode, he still gets taxed $19 every time his episode, uh, The Chaperone, which is the one where Jerry dates the, the Miss America pageant, uh, contestant airs on television. While Hernandez appeared in multiple episodes, most famously as Elaine's boyfriend, Showalter explained why his time on the show in a cameo as the Yankees managers was a one-off. He said, you'll notice that I didn't do a second appearance because Mr. Steinbrenner found out they were making fun of him, so he was told no. What? <laughs> that sounds about right. The interview almost ended there, but play-by-play announcer Gary Cohen urged Gelb to broach one more topic. What about those cotton uniforms? <laughs> I'll tell you what, Showalter said. If we don't get a good start, you'll see cotton in New York. What's the... How about that? The end of that episode, is it because they get all sweaty? Well, what's the... Because they wear the cotton They wear uniform. the cotton uniforms, and it's awesome. And then the next day, after they're washed, they come out wearing them, and they're all moving like penguins because of the, the uniform shrunk. So they go back to polyester. That's funny. Good episode. And uh, Don Mattingly splits his pants. <laughs> the... So, awesome. Yeah. Back I, and to the left. <laughs> um, cotton uniforms for the Mets if they don't get off to a good start. That is one magic loogie. That is that is a great story. Good Lord. Brian Murphy, MLB.com. Thank Thumbs you. up. Doing the Lord's work. All right, uh, final story of today. A Russian billionaire super yacht was detained after docking in Gibraltar. Hmm. A yacht connected oh, yeah. to the owner of the Russia's largest steel pipe maker. That is big business. When you're in a company as big as Russia, uh, was detained by authorities after docking in Gibraltar. Dmitriev Pumpyansky, a pipe manufacturer named Pump, that's like an ice cream man named Cone, who owns oh the steel goodness. group TMK, is under British and European sanctions as the West has imposed sanctions on Russian oligarchs over Moscow's unprovoked invasion of the Ukraine. This is coming from the Hill. The boat is involved uh, and is known as the Axioma, which is a Wally reference. Alex. Uh, say it again. The boat's called the Axiom. Oh yeah, that's what. That's right. That's uh, that's the ship that they're on. There and, uh, and Wally. That's one of the last uh, of the by and large, which is just a, you know thing for Disney. Interesting. Boom. It's a seventy-two meter ship. Uh, you can you can convert that. Uh, while while that company is a British Virgin Islands holding company, Pumpyansky was named in the Panama Papers as a beneficiary of the holding. So authorities in Gibraltar had the ship. Uh, was detained. It was confirmed to be the subject of an arrest action by leading international bank and Supreme Court of Gibraltar. The vessel was now subject to arrest by the Admiralty oh. Marshal under further cool. order. So uh, they got the boat, the Axiom, the, the surprise Wally reference. And uh, in addition to sanctioning Russian businesses and oligarchs, the U.S. has been halted Russia, Russian oil imports and sent military aid packages to uh, support the Ukraine. Uh, since the attacks began on February 24th, so that's where we are currently with the situation. Indeed. You know, I always get the Gibr- I always get Gibraltar and Gallipoli mixed up. I don't know how that happens, but some, they both start like, with a G. Because you said that, and I was thinking of Gallipoli, both, the 1981 hit film starring Mel Gibson. They're both on the Mediterranean Ocean. They're both near Straits. Uh, oh, ooh, oh, I love the world all. I don't I know what think, that one is uh, though. San Marino. No, no, uh, Monaco. Really? I think it's Monaco. Is it's, it Monaco? That's where the racetrack is. Is that so? How do you spell? M- I got it. I got it. I got it. You got it. Is that wow. Monaco? Wow. Yep. One guess. Too good. You're good. 
My roommate, he studied all countries from Africa, so he's been killing me in the world all lately. Yesterday, the world was, was like impossible. A little, it was the Christmas Islands or whatever. No, it was it was something in McDonald's Islands. Yeah, there you go. I'd never once in my life seen them. They they are down by Antarctica. The close, yeah, the closest continent, not even country that they're they're closest to, is Antarctica. Not even Australia, not India, Africa, none of that. It was Madagascar go. a few days ago. That was pretty cool. Pretty easy. There you go. Yeah, I like. Yeah. Oh, sugar, honey, iced tea. Hey, man. Whoa, whoa. I'm just I'm just quoting the movie here. <laughs> All right, uh, that's going to do it for today's show. Thank you for joining us for uh, the thrilling return of Compact Discourse after I've been stranded in uh, any number of cities across the southeast. Over the past two weeks, we are once again back. So thank you so much for listening to another exciting episode of Combat Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1. However you joined us today, whether that be from your radio antenna from WeagleFM.com or by listening to our podcast, we would like to remind you that all of our previous episodes are available as a podcast absolutely free wherever podcasts are heard. Just search for Compact Discourse on your podcast player of choice. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at CDiscAU for links to that podcast, information about the show, and important updates. You can also tweet at us to get your opinion on the show and join the conversation with Auburn's only student-run drive-time morning show. You might want to go ahead and follow WEGL on Twitter and Instagram at WEGL underscore AU. That's Weagle underscore AU. We had a uh, giveaway to the Hangout Festival yesterday, so if you're not following WEGL underscore AU, you are missing out on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And with that, for Jack Hart, Davis Carroll, and Mr. Alex Houston, this has been another exciting episode of Compact Discord. We wish you a great rest of your Tuesday. We will talk at you tomorrow morning for another exciting episode of the show. That is Wednesday at 8 a.m. This is Jack Hart signing off. Go 1-0. Have a great day, and we will talk at you later on. I heard Spider-Man was there.